A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are those who suffer and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord The saints now in God's presence preserve their bonds of love and communion with us, but our communion with them goes even deeper. We, too, are called to be saints. Pope Francis, in his apostolic exhortation, Gaudete et exultate, rejoice and be glad, makes this point. Jesus wants us to be saints, and not to settle for a bland and mediocre existence. Do not be afraid, Francis writes, to set your sights higher, to allow yourself to be loved and liberated by God. Do not be afraid to let yourself be guided by the Holy Spirit. Holiness does not make you less human, since it is an encounter between your weakness and the power of God's grace. When all is said and done, the only great tragedy in life is not to become a saint. To be a saint means to be myself. We're called to be holy by living our lives with love and by bearing witness in everything we do, wherever we find ourselves. Pope Francis gets very practical. Are you married? he asks. Be holy by loving and caring for your husband or wife, as Christ does for the church. Do you work for a living? Be holy by laboring with integrity and skill in the service of your brothers and sisters. Are you a parent or grandparent? Be holy by patiently teaching the little ones how to follow Jesus. Are you in a position of authority? Be holy by working for the common good and renouncing personal gain. Reflecting on today's gospel, the Pope writes, Jesus explained with great simplicity what it means to be holy when he gave us the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are like a Christian's identity card. Blessed is the first word uttered by Jesus in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Sometimes, blessed is translated happy. James Allison proposes a different word, radiant. By taking these words to heart, 
our faces will reflect the radiance of the face of the Lord. Although Jesus' words may strike us as poetic, and even if we find Jesus' message attractive, Francis cautions, the world pushes us towards another way of living. We can only practice the Beatitudes if the Holy Spirit fills us with power and frees us from our weakness, our selfishness, our complacency, and our pride. Let's look at the Beatitude in the very center of the list, which is also one of the central themes of Pope Francis's papacy. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Mercy, or tender compassion, chesed in the Hebrew of the Old Testament, is God's most distinctive characteristic. St. John would give this same idea a New Testament expression in saying, God is love. St. Augustine reminds us that we are, by our very nature, ordered to God. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. If this is true, then nothing short of God, no substitute for God, will ever finally satisfy us. But since God is tender mercy, having God is tantamount to exercising compassion, being merciful ourselves. God's life is had, as it were, on the fly. What we receive as gift, we must give away as gift. Francis points out that mercy has two aspects. It involves giving, helping, and serving others, but it also includes forgiveness and understanding. Matthew sums it up in one golden rule. In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. In chapter 25 of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus expands on the beatitude that calls the merciful blessed. If we seek the holiness pleasing to God's eyes, this text offers us one clear criterion on which we will be judged. I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Pope Francis spells out in detail what this looks like. Our defense of the innocent unborn, for example, needs to be clear, firm, and passionate. For at stake is the dignity of a human life, which is always sacred, and demands love for each person, regardless of his or her stage of development. Equally sacred, however are the lives of the poor, those already born, the destitute, the abandoned and the underprivileged, the vulnerable, infirm and elderly, the victims of human trafficking, new forms of slavery, and every form of rejection. In other words, Francis observes, amid the thicket of precepts and prescriptions, Jesus clears a way to seeing two faces, that of the Father, and that of our brother. He gives us two faces, or better yet, one alone, the face of God reflected in so many other faces. 
For in every one of our brothers and sisters, especially the least, the most vulnerable, the defenseless, and those in need, God's very image is found. As the writer of 1 John reminds us, the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All the way through the Beatitudes, Jesus repeats, Blessed are, yours is the kingdom of heaven. They are a promise of a future which is grounded in the present. The only great tragedy in life is not to become a saint.